Sports Talk right now with Max Reinhardson. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one to stop me. Well, Lottie freaking God! Good morning, sports freaks. Welcome to Sports Talk Right Now. I'm Max Reinhardson. Today is January 3rd, Wednesday, January 3rd. Oh, I just realized, 3rd, 4th, 5th, that January 6th is a Saturday this year, so I won't have to do an episode on January 6th. Phew! Um, Because I'll be busy. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, (coughs) What's going on, everybody? How's everyone doing? Uh, another chilly day in Brooklyn here with no snow, no snow yet, no show, no, the snow's a no show, no show, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, you know, just doing, doing fine. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, yeah, all right, let's just dive in. Oh, first of all, let's just see what we have here in terms of headlines. The Panthers, uh, is NFL, of course. Uh, it's going to be a lot of football, folks. You can't, I can't, you know, sorry about, not sorry if you hate football, then maybe, no, still listen to this, still, still listen to the show, please. Um, the Panthers' David Tepper fined 3300k for tossing a drink at fans. See, that's what freaking happens, guys. If you mess with the bull, you get the horns, and if the, if the audience is a bull, then you get the horns, which is $300,000. You can't just go throw a drink on 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 your fan and your fans, dude. What's going on? Tepper was caught on video throwing a drink in the direction of Jaguars fans from his open air suite at Jacksonville's Everbank Stadium. Okay, I see what I see. I I, I slightly mixed up. David Tepper's the owner of the Panthers, folks. This is even worse. The owner, you're the owner of the game, of the, of the, of the, uh, team. Okay, let's just get right in, let's get into it. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper, boo, on Tuesday was fined $300,000 by the NFL for what the league called unacceptable conduct during Sunday's 26-0 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. First of all, ouch, no wonder you were pissed, that is a brutal loss, um, also, Jaguars and Panthers fighting each other. That's pretty exciting. Two jungle cats going head-to-head. Uh, can't get better than that. What is this? What, uh, what is this, the Jungle Book? <laughs> um, so he got upset, and he threw a drink at a fan. It says, all NF, quote, All NFL personnel are expected to conduct themselves at all times in ways that respect our fans and favorably reflect on their team in the NFL. Yeah. Duh. That's the league statement. Uh, and then Tepper said, quote, he is passionate about his team but regrets his behavior. I should have let the NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline of my behavior. Okay. Basically, that says to me, I'm sorry. I was naughty, and I, but I, I don't mind being disciplined by the league. Uh, it says he's the second Tepper. Tepper is the second richest owner in the league with a net worth of $20.6 billion. The $300,000 fine represents less than 1% of 1% of his wealth. Well then, geez, man, I guess maybe just go start dumping Gatorade buckets on your fans then, dude, because I guess you're good for it. 
Jeez Louise. Wow. I mean, that's pretty yikes. That's that's pretty wild. Um, former Green Bay Packers center Ken Bowman dies at 81. Oh, that's a bummer. R.I.P. to uh, to Ken Bro- Bro- Ken Bowman. Um, all right, that's very sad. Uh, what's another? Give me another one. Uh, XQB Frank Ryan, who led Browns to last NFL title, dies at 87. Oh my God! Okay, well, R.I.P. Frank Ryan and Ken Bowen Bowman. Jeez, Louise! I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get a happy one today, folks. What the heck? Uh, shift over to to basketball here. Uh, forks, folks. Uh, Miami's Bam Adebayo wants in on the NBA's list of elite big men. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, so Bam Adebayo from Miami. So my friend, uh, my friend David knows uh, knows a little thing or two about Miami and uh, the Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo, one of our one of your favorites, gotta be. Um, so we're getting. T- Sorry, this is a long article, folks. Which is fu- which is good and cool, and I like that. But so Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo uh, from the ba- Bam for the Bayou. Um, so that the that's the. Life of great players in this league. You shoulder a lot of responsibilities, said uh, Spolestra, the uh, coach. Uh, quote, people have really noticed how he's improved each year, and it really started in the playoffs four years ago, how he was being guarded, and he went to work in the offseason on really delving, developing a go-to shot right in the middle of the paint. All words and language that I understand, so I don't feel the need to explain it. Uh... That dotted line jumper, the pull-up in the middle of the paint, has become an Adebayo staple, but he's pushing his range out more. This season, Adebayo is taking more of his shots from 10 to 16 feet than at any time in his career, making them at nearly a 50% rate. That's, I mean, it's 50%, it's not, it's not 100. <laughs> it's a mid-career wrinkle that has expanded a tool in his game. Uh, this gets to the core of what Adebayo wants. Last season, the Heat's scouting report on jo- uh, jo- Jokic was painfully basic. Pick your poison, do your best not to let him be comfortable, and hope for the best. Amen. For elite big men such as Jokic and Embiid, there are no guarantees in stopping them. Adebayo wants on this list. That's what I want everybody in the league to respect about my game at this point. Where they say, we just gotta hope he misses, and that's what you work for. What? He wants to be with the big guns, man. I'm also chasing it because I feel like I'm going to get to that point where people are going to be like, it's guaranteed it's going to be an all-NBA. I'm one of them, he said. It's not mainly for the money. It's mainly because of respect for your peers and obviously respect of everybody else. That's right. Okay, great. So look, bam. Fram out of bi- bam out of bio, man. Why not? Why not? Uh, he wants the elite big men list, right? I mean, what? Yeah, of course. Uh, all right. I, uh, I want to talk about something else. Because <laughs> yesterday, so yesterday I was looking at, uh, uh, local sports in my area in Brooklyn, uh, that I could maybe reach out to, to, to see what they offer and may, and maybe participate. But a lot, turns out a lot of the sort of local community groups near me are, I guess, for, for children, um, which is good and great, and I, I that's something that I think that's so great, and I, I really think that's so great. It's so great. Um, but I realized I can't really, you know, 
<clears throat> participate in those kinds of groups um, for obvious reasons. So I was looking around. I was looking uh, some in the city. Some options there. A lot of these things cost money to be a member at these kinds of places, which I'm not necessarily sure I want to invest in right now. But um, I'm still I'm still on the lookout. They and the, I did find something that was uh, the title of yesterday's episode: Tuesday Cornhole, which they they offer uh, at a uh, I think it's a bar in Brooklyn somewhere. Um, and it's like $25 if you become a member. So, like, maybe I would do that. But I was like, cornhole's not really that much of a... That's not, like, the most athletic sport you can do. I mean, it's tossing a, bat, a bean bag into a, into a, a hole in, the, in a board. You know, like, it, the fact that it's at a bar really says a lot. So, I'm considering that just as a social sort of activity. Uh, might be fun to, to maybe, you know, build some community and maybe just find out a little bit about you know, so other folks that are, that have similar interests as me. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think that cornhole necessarily checks the box of, of, you know, sports, uh, prowess, you know, but then I did, so I did look it up. Uh, I looked up cornhole and y'all, there is a ton, there are a ton of, rules and format stuff that I had no idea. So I'm going to take you guys through. This is the Wikipedia page for Cornhole, okay? Cornhole, also known regionally as sack toss or bags, is a lawn game popular in North America in which players or teams take turns throwing fabric bean bags at a raised angled board with a hole in its far end. <laughs> the goal of the game is to score points by either landing a bag on the board, one point, or putting a bag through the hole. Three points. Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say a hole a lot. Um, so that's what cornhole is. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what cornhole is. Sack toss. Whatever. Uh, the game was first described in an in 1883 patent for parlor quoits, which displays the most of features of the modern cornhole, but uses a square hole. Uh. <clears throat> Um, but okay, what I really want to get into, so so in 1974, Popular Mechanics magazine published an article about a game called Beanbag Bullseye. Beanbag Bullseye is played on a board with the same width of modern cornhole boards, blah, 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 blah. Um, okay, so that's just a little history. So uh, the American Cornhole Organization was established in 2005 by Frank Gears, awesome name, and is headquartered in Milford, Ohio, as of... August 1st, 2019, the ACO claimed on the website to be a, the governing body for the sport of cornhole. God, I love that it's called cornhole, man. I think it's, I mean, it's the greatest name for the sport of all time. Um, okay, so there's a lot of, there's a lot here. Cornhole matches are played with two sets of four bags, two boards, and two four or eight players. There are four bags to a set. Each set of bags should be distinguishable from the other, usually by using different colors. The American Cornhole League's rules calls for double-seamed fabric bags measuring six by six inches. So, like, this is this is regulation stuff. Although bags used to be filled with preserved corn kernels, hence the cornhole, see, or dried beans, bags are now usually filled with plastic resin or other materials that materials that will maintain a consistent weight and shape over many throws without deforming. Great. Uh, it talks about the boards. 
the areas immediately to the left and right of the boards are the pitcher's boxes. The line extending from the bottom edge of the board in both the left and right direction is a foul line. When throwing the bags, player cannot step past the foul line or else the throw does not count. Right. Okay. Very straightforward, but very specific. Uh, a cornhole match is separated into innings. During each inning, a player team will throw their designated four bags. So that's interesting. It's just like baseball. It's 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 made into innings. In all formats, the pitcher must throw the bag within 20 seconds. The time begins when the pitcher's inside the pitcher's box with intent to throw. <laughs> just <laughs> when you look like you're <laughs> ready to throw. The first pitch of an inning goes to whichever player or team scored in the previous inning. If neither player nor team scored in the previous inning, then whichever pitch first in the previous inning will again pitch first in the next inning. <sighs> Jesus. A legal pitch must be tossed while the pitcher's feet are within the pitcher's box. So it's like, yeah, foul throw, you can't do foul. Uh, if it's beyond the foul line, it's a foul. Duh. Score points, bag must be on the surface of the board or fall through the hole. To score three points, a bag may fall directly into the hole, slide into the hole after hitting the board, or be knocked into the hole by another bag. A bag remaining on the board scores one point. A bag partially on the board and partially on the ground, quote, called a dirt bag, does not count and should be removed before the next throw. Wow. Different, different variations in scoring or house rules are sometimes used. Sometimes a bag hanging over the hole, but which is about fallen through, is scored as two points. Right. Okay, sure. Gameplay strategy varies by player and skill level. That This is where I'm like, how skilled could you be? At the professional, the professional level, players can easily slide all four bags into the hole if no bag blocks the path. Defensive strategies are often employed to show to slow down gay player force opponents to make difficult decisions. Defensive plays might include throwing a blocker bag that rests in the front of the hole, thereby forcing an opponent on either side slide through the blocker bag to reach the hole, throw another blocker behind the bag, or attempt to risky airmail shot risky airmail shot over the bag aiming directly for the hole without touching the board. I don't know what I mean, I just said the words blocker, hole, and bag. In different orders for a whole... This is, that was one sentence. That was literally one sentence. All right. So here's what I want to talk through is the terminology. <laughs> Get ready, folks. Here we go. The following is a list of terms commonly used in cornhole. Airmail. A bag does, that does not slide or bounce on the board but goes directly into the hole, usually over your opponent's blocker bag. We just talked about that. See, this is really good because maybe if I do go to the cornhole... Of a gathering, the cornhole, the gathering of the cornholes. <laughs> then I'll sort of know these terms, and I'll like be a kind of guy that actually knows how to how to cornhole. Uh, all right, the uh, next term is uh, backdoor jumper or dirty roll up, <laughs> a bag that goes over the top of a blocker and into the hole. Next one is backstop, a bag that lands past the hole but remains on the board, creating a backboard for a slider to knock into without going off the board. Blo uh, next one's blocker. We've talked about blocker already a lot. A bag that lands in front of the hole, blocking the hole from opponent's slide shot, of course. Busting. Busting, an unofficial rule that sends a player's score back down to a predetermined number if their score at the end of an inning exceeds 21. Whoa. The next term is corn fusion. <laughs> when players or teams cannot agree on the scoring of an inning. It's corn fusion. <laughs> oh, 
jeez. Uh, the next the next term is cornhole, which is a bag that falls in a hole in the hole and is worth three points. Also known as a Drano, named for drain-clearing product, and as a Cornholio, named after the alter ego of the character Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. Of course. Why? Why was he called Cornholio? Right, the transformation occurs after Beavis takes many pain pills. Apparently the name is derived from the word Cornhole. Right, but okay. Uh, so, great, back to the terms. The next term is dirt bag, a bag that is on the ground or is hanging off the board and touching the ground. Next one is frame, an inning, single round, blah, blah, blah. Uh, four bagger, when a single player gets four bags in the hole in a single round. Grand bag, when a player makes all four bags in the hole directly, one after another, during an inning. Differs from a four bagger in that a bag is not later locked, knocked from the board surface into the hole during the inning. Okay. Flop bag or floppy bag is a type of toss that does not spin the bag horizontally or vertically, a bag without rotation or spin. Hammer. When one or more hangers, see below, are around the hole, a hammer can be used. A hammer is a bag thrown at as an airmail bag with a high arc in an attempt, in an attempt to move hanger bags into the hole along with it. Hanger is a bag on the lip of the hole close to falling in. <laughs> a bag. A bag. A bag that's on the lip of the hole close to falling in. The next one is hooker. A bag that hits the board, and while hooking or curving around a blocker, goes into the hole. I mean, y'all, someone take this and, and write, I, I don't know, I, do something. Jumper, a bag that strikes another bag on the board, causing it to jump into the hole. Sh uh, short bag, when a bag lands on the ground just before the board. Skunk, whitewash, or shutout, a game that ends in a score of 21 or more to zero. By some unofficial rules, a game may be called once a shutout scored of at least 11 to, one is 11 to zero is each. Wow. Swish, a bag that goes directly in the hole without touching the board. Nice. And the last term is... Last term is Woody. <laughs> Any bag that has been pitched and remains on the board surface at the end of the inning, scoring one point. A woody. Ugh. Here's the thing. All these... Okay, these are all incredible. <sighs> they all... All the definitions kind of sound exactly the same, but man. <sighs> woody, confusion, <sighs> hooker, sloppy, bag, lip, what, uh, uh, fucking busting. Like, this is all incredibly, incredibly lewd sounding. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> oh, wow. I just got, I really got such a kick out of that. Anyway, uh, that's all. <laughs> that's all for now. 646-844-2927 uh, is still the phone number uh, of Sports Talk Right Now hotline, so you can call the voicemail and, you know, do do it up. Uh, let me know what you got going on. Uh so that's it. Until then, until tomorrow, rather, I'll be back. Uh, so everyone, be well and be good, and uh, don't forget to play sports. Mm -hmm.